The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, an anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Got Games in Dell City, Green Bambino, Paseo Plunge, and My Chic Geek in Oklahoma City, and Waving Wheat Bakery and Bistro in Norman, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 263 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. Our friends at Literati Press are getting ready to publish the fourth issue in one of their newest titles, Black Jack Demon. And it's not the only thing planned by author Nick Hermes. Nick is here with us, along with Buck Berlin. Guys, welcome back to the show. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. It's great to be here. So for those who don't know, Nick, tell us about Black Jack Demon. Well, it's a revenge story. Um, it takes place in the Old West, or at least partially in the Old West. Uh-huh. Uh, young man... About 14 years old, his father is killed uh, by something, murdered by something uh, in the night. And he just has a, you know, a, a psychological break and just chases after him like like so many other, you know, kind of Westerns that we've seen. You know, I kind of started with that, but figured, hey, what uh, what would I do if somebody hurt my parents at that age? I'd probably want to do something pretty severe. Well, he chases this thing, whatever it is, all the way to the Pacific Ocean. And uh, that's issues one, two, three, and now we're at four where we've already dispatched the demon so to speak yeah. and now we're learning more about uh, about his treasure right and the, well, yeah what he's what he's hunting is not just some guy who just stopped by no no this uh he's this well like <laughs> it's tough to talk about it because you know there's so many spoilers to come this story is crazy it's so just out of this world <laughs> uh he's um no, he chases after the guy the thing whatever it is uh, uh to, to to kill him but on the way he meets some people, one of them is a young lady mm-hmm. who he comes back for. After he's done his deed, he comes back and, you know, they decide to pair off. And so that, you know, she becomes his wife. They become married. And that's where we start in, in issue four. I probably just completely avoided that yeah. question. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, it, it's, it's uh, one of those where uh, you've interwoven so much stuff that it, it's not... It, it's almost not feasible to to try to give like the the whole overview. Right, right, right. I, I, I'm worried about accidentally letting it slip, and I have to a couple of the people that you know that we work with, because even the people we're working with, only a couple know the whole thing, and we're trying to keep it yeah. keep it quiet. And you know, those people, I got to pay them off. You know, <laughs> promise them, you know, I'll help you move. Okay. So now, now you have to sign the NDA. Yeah, exactly, and, exactly. Yeah. Uh, any interviews that uh, I give, I always try to make sure that I uh, uh, you know drop some of those hints that they'll they'll get way later on, you know, just because I know kind of sort of how it wraps you're, up. You're one of the chosen. Yeah, yeah. so so uh, I will drop the uh, super subtle hints that, like, you won't catch anything now, but, like, after the whole series is finished and you, you listen to the, oh, my God, that's a huge spoiler. How yeah. dare you? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, it's, it's one of those where uh, this kind of feels like um, some 50s and 60s Disney... Western, you know, like the old Zorro, right? Uh, yeah, um, God, old Yeller, like you know, like the uh, Tommy, uh, what's his name? Uh, back when you know, uh, he was the face of Disney, uh, he was the older brother oh. in uh, uh, old Yeller, like 
Oh, that I don't know his name. But I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, but right. you know, like, uh, uh, and the one guy, Dean Jones, in Blackbeard's Ghost, he was in everything. Yeah, right. yeah, like it's it's that cast of people. Like it feels like you've cast that, and then you're like, let's mix in some sci-fi, like rollerball type stuff. Yeah, there's some darkness. There are dark edges here, but I'm I. Personally, I am a, a, a nice person, a bright person. Yes. You know, I, I, not really uh, all that dark, or at least I don't think I am. But I know that that is something that you need if you're going to tell a sci-fi story. you got to have yeah. some edges. And so part of it is the Disney me, and then part of it is the stuff that I like to watch you know, yeah, on well, TV, which is certainly not Disney. Well, it's kind of weird. The, uh, the um, more interesting things that are coming up honestly kind of feel more 2000, or like early 2080 Judge Dredd. Uh, I'll take that compliment. Thank you. Yeah, well, just because it's um, it's stuff that hadn't really happened in a while. People, you know, people want to take their futuristic, their their sci-fi, their western, their whatever, and always turn it on their ear, um, as opposed to let's lean into something and focus on. Okay, if this were really going to happen, it's not going to be this perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is awesome. It's the no. There's some really weird, gross stuff. There's some stuff that's not perfectly figured out. And here's obviously some of the parts that are wrong with the society that that fostered this aspect of things. That's true. This story is something I've told to myself since I was about 14. It's how I would get through math class. I would just (laughs) make little drawings and doodles. And I continued to do that all through my adult years, even though I became a painter. And I guess, you know, who can you share this with? You with? You know, painters aren't necessarily into comic culture, you know, so it just never came up, but I kept adding to the story. You know, I'd, I'd learn more things about science, and that would go into the story. More things yeah. about history, that would go into the story and change it subtly, you know. And when I, a few years ago, I thought, better do it now. Uh, but just like like you're saying, it is a, it is a mishmash. It, it, and it, I do try to make these people act the way that normal people would act, you right. know. Yeah. Uh, I don't want them to... It's not like there's a goal out there they have to... Uh, uh, to attain because I'm the writer I need to make them do that I already know the goal is there and so I'm sure that just by making them act like normal people and throwing an occasional Deus Ex Machina in there I can yeah. get them to be dealing with things honestly right know? right let the characters write themselves in essence right right if the guy you know like my main character he's not a very nice guy he's half right. good and half bad he's he could be a sociopath you know and I think it, he's that way because of the choices that I'm going to have him making are going to require that kind of that kind of person, but we've got other characters who will either balance that out or, you know, uh, lean into it, as you say, you know, yeah. be bad influences on, on Silas. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it's just kind of interesting to see, like, it's it's not unlike um, the world of Savage Dragon or Invincible or, like, even um, uh, Starman, you know, from DC Wave, yeah, yeah. where it's, uh, here's your imperfect character doing uh, imperfect things that they think are the right I, and I love characters like that. I, I love seeing you know any kind of a movie like that. Not even fish out of water stuff, but where, and and, and we're all like this. Everybody, you know, every yeah. month or every year, there's some insurmountable thing that we have to kind of push through. Well, this is just that, you well, know. And uh, some of the situations that you uh, uh, put your characters in, uh, it's not necessarily a uh, is this the right or wrong thing to do. It's the if you were in this opportunity, what would you do? Because it's so new that you don't know if it's right or wrong. It's, this is what you would... And I think there's a pragmatism to the characters because right. the Old West was a pragmatic place. Yeah. And we... Uh, we For the most part. We, there, there right. Was, we idealize of, it. Yeah. There, there every were... generation idealizes it differently. Yeah. You know, we had all the John Wayne stuff or even before that, the Tom Mix stuff, and then yeah. we get Clint Eastwood and he's, you know, new 
revisionist westerns. You know, now we're kind of coming back to that after, I guess, years of no westerns except for on television. I haven't that's seen right. a good western movie in years. You know, yeah. but that's probably not true. Well. But, uh, but this is you know, it's. I always found the West to be a a difficult place. I would never want yeah. to go back in time to the West. Everyone right. talks about oh, it'd be it, neat it to sounds, be a gunslinger, it'd be horrible. Yeah it, yeah, it sounds neat, but it's the no, 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 no. Like it's the. Uh, like the equivalent is the uh, go to uh, you know the worst part of the city. Well, yeah, 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 really. Like like everyone thinks that Old West is this cool thing. No, it's it was dangerous. You had to. It looks cool. Yeah. The yeah. toughest guys in town. That's you know that's where they hang out. But that's to be observed, not to be actually yeah. experienced. Unless you're one of those guys, and uh, unfortunately for Silas, it looks like he is. You yeah. know, I mean, he wasn't in the beginning, but he's certainly yeah. becoming that, and he's yeah, he, certainly he got a long ways to go. His place, yeah. Plus, I'm a big fan of indoor plumbing. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have them uh, with an outhouse. I should probably put that in there just to jam the point home. You know, because his wife is a very, very attractive young lady. We should know that you know she's got it bad, just like everybody else. I, yeah. I'd like the dirt and grit of the old west to actually be there and people to be able to identify with with these people and go, God, you, of course you want to leave this town. Of course you want to get out of here. It's yeah. horrible here. Go to Dallas. It's not much better. Yeah. In 1895, but you know, it's <laughs> everything's up to date in Kansas City. You know, I, well, and I think I was one of my favorite moments in in Back to the Future Three when she pours him a glass of water, and it's like just absolutely yeah. disgusting. Yeah. yeah, and the little bullets, a little shot oh, yeah. in the meat. You know, yeah. Yeah. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Like, yeah, I love those that's, little that's the thing is you don't you don't realize how horribly disgusting it would be until you you know. Yeah, because that was the freshest water you could get. Yeah, right. and these are our great grandparents. This yeah. is not too far away. Yeah. you know. Yeah, they were gross people. That, <laughs> hey, they they were amazing. They lived. Yeah. You know, so many people didn't. I mean, it took a lot to to, to make it, and these people pulled it off. You yeah. know. Yeah. How many issues are you planning to do on this one? It'll be between fifteen and eighteen. Okay. Those last three issues, because as I write, I'll write three at a time, mm-hmm. knowing where I'm going. But it becomes concrete, three issues at a time. And so as I go, as I said, it's kind of a mishmash. I could have three extra issues to get to where I'm going, or if I'm lucky, or if I, you know, become the better writer than I'm trying to be, <laughs> I can wrap it right up at at fifteen. But having said that, if it uh, ends up being successful and people want more, yeah, I I, I enjoy comic books infinitely more than I did painting. And I did painting for, what, what two decades. I mean, this wow. is this is the fit. This is definitely the fit. So if people let me, I'll continue to do it. Are, you, are there plans for a trade paperback? Absolutely. Yeah. When, yeah. What, what, you, what issues are we going to be doing that? One, two, three. It's going to come out this summer, I think, okay, in two great. months. Uh, so that's going to be, uh, I guess, in bookstores everywhere. We've got yeah. the distribution, so we're good there. Yep. Uh, and I suppose the trade paperback for these next four, which will uh, come out in the fall uh, and uh, early winter, and that trade paperback, I imagine, would come out in the spring. Probably so. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, although with Literati having the uh, printing capabilities. Uh, yes, we, we have new superpowers yeah. now. Yeah, We're we, printing our, our own stuff. It's, it's amazing. Huge. Yeah, I mean, if, uh, if demand's there, we can uh, uh, shorten the gap between issue four and the trade. So I'm sure, sure. Actually, this. we I have no problem with adding that fourth one to yeah. the trade. It doesn't it doesn't mess with my flow, uh, and it might be a nice. Uh, uh, you know, people might be interested. Oh, here's a teaser for for the next thing. That's that's fine with me. I'm, yeah. I'm not great at marketing. I'm good at drawing. <laughs> that's right. Well, let other people do that. That's exactly. That's, it's a whole that, lifetime of study. I don't have time for it. That's where I come in. <laughs> <laughs> and you are amazing at it. Thank yeah. you, Buck. It's because I have an actual lifetime of study. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, with the popularity of Blackjack Demon, Glamorella's daughter, and We Promise Utopia, it's getting more and more popular, not just here in Oklahoma, but nationwide. Is that Was that a surprise to you, that how big Blackjack Demon is becoming? Uh, 
Well, I mean, I'm, I'm glad. I just, I always knew if I did my best work, people would want it. I just, I don't know how many people <laughs> that is. So it is surprising that a lot of people, I mean, it, it's neat. I work in solitude, you know, so mm-hmm. when people dig my stuff, it's always surprising. It's always neat, you know? Yeah, that's something you created is actually getting some attention and people are enjoying it. Well, yeah, and because I'm I, I'm, I'm an okay writer. I'm a, I'm a good artist, but I'm an okay writer. And so that's why I have Charles, who is the head of Literati. He edits my stuff for me, keep, keeps me on track and stuff like that. So the fact that the story is keeping people involved, that amazes me. That that means that the work I've been doing on that side is is paying dividends. And is it hitting the story there arcs that you were really looking for at the beginning of this? I'm sorry. Really hitting the story arcs that you were really wanting at the beginning of this? Yeah, and actually the story arcs, that's the one thing I know what's going on. It's what its what they all say to each other. And, you know, how, how did you, you know, get hurt in that way? Those are the little details that are actually fun. I, I don't know how I could do this if I had to write the entire thing and then draw it. God, that'd be so boring, you know? I get to kind of do it all at the same time and, and hope it all comes out. And, you know, if you put the time and work into it, it does. Yeah. Well, I, so I mean, far. There, there's some of that that is part of the collaborative process that I think has, has sharpened everything for you. I think so. Because, you know, you'll, you'll sit around and you'll have an idea and then, like, well, I'll just kind of BS and then we'll make a reference to some stupid movie that we saw at one point. Right. And it's the, ooh, let's take it from that. Like, um, I remember there was uh, one of the days that we were just hanging out at the shop and you were talking about uh, one of the future plot points, uh, you know, in, in the adventures. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and it was the, uh, like, we had a, this whole conversation, and then, like, people were coming in and out of it, giving their kind of two cents on, on the thing. I got five extra ideas from that. When, when, uh, was on, when I was a painter, uh, I attended bars, so I got to talk to a lot of people, and all my paintings had kind of a, a joke about them, and half of that stuff came from interaction with these customers. Right. And so when I was doing the comic stuff, it was kind of just me, and it was it was a little different. I couldn't really get ideas. And so by uh, meeting Buck, meeting Charles, and meeting all these guys a few years ago, that allowed me to do this. I couldn't have done it alone. And it's because I have these people who will tell me either the idea is really good or I missed the mark and give me three other choices, and then I can go off in that direction. You can't right. do that on your own, or at least I can't. Right, and that's the beauty of Literati Press is now beginning this, this hub for all of this creativity is able to work together with other people to make something incredible come out absolutely we've got young people that come every uh sunday for our ink and draw it uh, uh what is it three to five every sunday yeah uh, and, and you know these kids that come in here they're amazing i mean it's, it's good to see that there are people like us they continue to be born they continue to you know quote yeah. unquote waste their time with art there's so many other things to do with your life you know uh, but for those of us that do it they know that we know there's nothing else and i see these new kids coming in i'm like oh good so there's going to be it's not just us, and it'll die in five years. It's going to be here right. for 20 years, you know, and that's And important. there'll be a support group for them, too. Absolutely, absolutely. And anybody who wants to come uh, on Sundays, come. I come there. Uh, Buck is there sometimes. Charles, we will always answer your questions, yeah. give the advice, uh, teach you to draw a hand, whatever. And hopefully also doing some writing classes yeah. as well. Yeah, uh, Fridays at 1 at New World, I'm casually doing like a sit-down, you know, walk through, uh, uh, you know, like if you come in with... Uh, an idea I can sit down and help you script it out, uh, make it more comic, uh, you know, friendly. Right. Um, Nick's, you know, come by just a couple times and we just kind of bebopped about some of the stuff. We have a a, a very distant project that we're kind of casually working on that actually uh, today, you know, since we're here downtown. We'll uh, be talking about that when we're done here. Yeah, yeah we, uh, this is partially a fact-finding mission for the next project. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we, have a, uh, uh, we have a project that is... Either post or like sometime mid Blackjack Demon, whatever, just a little short story that mm-hmm. like 
a friend of mine came up with an awesome, stupid name for a, a character that, like, we're like, oh, that's perfect for downtown, you know, sub- subverting the superhero genre. Should, should we reveal the name? I'll leave it to you, man. All right. So uh, Cass- <laughs> Cassidy Smith, who was on here previously, who said that we could absolutely have the name as long as we give him full credit and, uh, you know, he even did the, the copyright, you know, mail it to yourself thing. Uh, the Scissor Tail Crime Catcher. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> it's I love it. So cheesy and perfect. So, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be this uh, kind of failed, successful, homegrown. Kind of a, a tick thing. You yeah. Know? Uh, that, that feel to it. You yeah, know, in like Oklahoma a, City, I don't know if you've ever had that before. Yeah, it's like a real world, like it's um, Kick-Ass Meets the Tick, I guess. Right. And, you know, yeah. and apparently this fella is, you know, he's, he's legit. I mean, he's not Batman, but, you know, he's... Not he's tough as nails, but he's not smart. Right, right. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, but uh, no, we're gonna go bebop around uh, downtown and think. Mm-hmm. Okay, where's the best place to get in trouble? Where's the worst place to get in trouble? Where's the this? Well, and uh, personally, I, I grew up in Oklahoma City. I love our downtown. It's yeah. little, but you can see the entirety of 20th century architecture in our downtown. Mm-hmm. We got everything there. Yes. And so this will be a good opportunity to go to all the little places that I always liked and never got a chance to draw or paint or visit. When I can go there and I have an excuse, you know, and maybe yeah. I can even deduct it or something. I don't know. So uh, it's it's little stuff like that that, um, you know, when, when uh, we can all kind of get together and collaborate as artists and do the, the whole writing thing. Uh, just because it's not all about just what your writer says for your artist to do. It's about the collaborative process. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, as we're going downtown and we see a thing, I could do the, oh, man, check out if he did, you know, hanging off of that thing, doing this. And he'd say, oh, no, 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 yeah, that wouldn't work because this. However, look over there. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, and, of course, you got the new stuff, like Scissor Tail Park and, and all of this new stuff that got created with the Quarter Shore type yeah. Stuff that you can you can bring out and go oh well this is this is new, a different place to, to put that most people don't recognize. When yeah, they're, they're well, what I was telling you before we started, I haven't been downtown uh, much in the last couple of years, and I'm yeah. I'm flabbergasted by the yeah. amount of development. It looks fantastic. Down I know. Here. And the the cool thing is is that since we're down here, we can talk to the people who don't get asked questions all the time. Like we can go talk to security guards who are mm-hmm. just. Sitting there all day, like, <laughs> hey, uh, what's the most interesting thing you've seen? Hey, what's you know what's this? And we can get the real feel for whatever's actually going on and, and, you know, make it something really special. Yeah, the beauty of Oklahoma is you can talk to anybody. They'll talk to you about anything. That's why I came back here when I was done with school. I never thought I'd come back to Oklahoma. But Los Angeles, whatever it's got going on, the people aren't as nice as the people in Oklahoma. I love the people here. I'll never leave. I met my wife here, for God's sake. Yeah, they're the friendliest people ever. Mm -hmm. So I I do want to kind of just talk real quick. Did you have uh, Superhero School return in person this past summer, this weekend? Yeah, yeah. We did uh, Avengers. Okay. yeah, live and uh, in, in person, and it, it went off mostly without a hitch. <laughs> How did you have a good attendance? Uh, not really, but it, I mean, it's it's just kind of... Yeah, well, you know, it takes time yeah, to get back. Yeah, um, that and there's so much going on right now. Uh, I want to say that we had like three or four kids, but we had uh, a higher uh, view count on our Facebook page. Okay. Uh, but um, this weekend, I think we're just going to play a pre-record, and then the next weekend, we're doing Justice League Dark. Oh really? Yeah. So and, uh, so that's a new Justice League Dark with uh, John Constantine. And... Yeah, and uh, Shade the Changing Man, and like I'm gonna throw in as many different uh, magic users as I can, um, and we're gonna do as many like in person practical effects as we can. 
I want to make this the coolest, weirdest thing I can. Because, you know, like when I realized, oh, yeah, like it's a shop, but we can set up different stuff. Like we can have Shade the Changing Man's voice change if we just have someone, you know, offsite. Yeah. You know, mouthing it for, you know, for the other person. And it's the, oh, no, there's magic. There's a weird effect. Yes. You know, and, and, you know, just having your actors know kind of when to do something weird. And the kids absolutely love that stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and the uh, uh, various puppets and other stuff mm-hmm. that we can incorporate just, you know, heightens it so much more. Like uh, the, the detective chimp I made uh, is just so perfectly on point that we have to put him away because when he's not moving it, it creeps everyone out like, <laughs> why is that chimp just sitting there staring at me so like you know it's it, it's ready to be like real and legit like it's it's gonna be great that's fantastic i'm really looking forward to it and we're across getting ready for new world comic uh new world comic con yes yeah coming up july 30th um i think next week we can start announcing uh official guests good i think hope That'll be nice. That'll be yeah. nice. I think it's going to be fantastic. And it's and it's so great to be able to have new comic book writers like uh, Nick and, and to, to be able to showcase some of the work that they're doing as well. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, part of the uh, convention this year is I want to make sure that it's uh, not only a neat experience for everyone to, to uh, attend and have fun, but afterwards I want to have a place for the uh, artists and writers and everyone to actually uh, convene, yeah. <laughs> converge, and... and Discuss ideas, network. That's, you know, cool. the, That's a really good idea. Yeah. I'd love to meet some of these guys. I often feel a little, you know, bashful to, yeah, you know, talk to famous yeah. guys. You know, even if we might get along at a bar here, they're king and I'm just some guy. You know, yes. that would be really neat. Yeah, right now it's one of those, like, how many plates can I keep spinning? Because uh, it's uh, that going on that day, the children's adv- uh, advocacy ball and my 20-year uh, uh, high school uh, reunion. I kind of think you're going to miss that reunion, Buck. Well, I don't know. I uh, if it's anything like a, like actual high school, what I would do is I would go around and make various stops at various places, say hi to everyone, and then kind of disappear. Just take off. Yeah, yeah. Well, because uh, you know, in high school, like I could sit and talk and have lunch with one group of people and just know them very well throughout the thing. Or I could go around and know everyone and have them way more fun. See, you should have tended bar, man. You have such the personality. Yes. Oh, yeah. You would have been great. Well, but uh, unfortunately, I have that empathetic thing where I take on everyone else's stuff. Oh, you'd be the so. psychologist bartender. Yeah, that can kill you. <laughs> yeah. That can kill you. Yeah. So uh, that's why I chose to sling comics. It's uh, just slightly <laughs> less addictive. Comics are much easier. <laughs> Nick, if people were to get into writing comics, what would you suggest for them? Well, for me, it was because I like uh, movies, and mm-hmm. since I don't, you know, do movies, this is the closest way to make a movie. And so, for me, I just try to. Well, Bendis had that book. The the that fellow Bendis. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember his Brian full name. Sorry, I'm a little yeah. new to comics. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry if anybody's offended. I don't know. He's you know amazing uh, uh, writers, and he is amazing. <laughs> Nick, he, Nick has read the right comics. He just doesn't remember all the names. In the I people. don't either. Yeah. Give me five years. I'll be able to you know uh, I can yeah. tell you the great stories, but I can't tell you who wrote them or anything like that. that. I, I just that's why I'm here. <laughs> there was a fellow uh, Bendis, and I'm sure everyone knows uh, who he is. He wrote a book about how to write comics, and it's partially mm-hmm. for people kind of like me, where you know it's like I like comics, but I don't know comics well enough to, you know, write them in the correct format to think about it in the right way. And he seems to take the similar thing where he mentions movies a lot. You know, he mentions, you know, camera work, you know, in right. movies and all of that kind of comes to bear when I'm writing. It's not just writing things. You know, I'm a lot of times I will write 
having drawn panels. I'm like, okay, I'll just put a couple of stick figures here. I want the words to be here. And that way the, the whole page can flow at the same time that the information in the words flows. So it's really just, you know, if you like TV and movies, you'll probably be a good comic book writer, I would say. Because <laughs> there is that visual aspect, unlike just writing a novel. Right, right. That's the problem with novels. I love a novel, but I could never write one because I can't see the whole thing all at once. Yeah. You know, you can see a painting all at once. I can see a page all at once of all these panels, but gosh, a novel. Well, I don't the, know how they do it. Well, the, the problem with uh, novels is knowing how much description to give to a thing, whereas, right. you know, in comic script writing, it's kind of left to that. The only uh, narrative art form that I haven't seen transition well from, uh, I'm huge into this, so let's. Uh, get into comic writing is video game writing. Like I haven't seen much uh, uh, successful transition from that. But video game uh, uh, artists, designers, and uh, animators are typically the quickest, best uh, comic artists. Really? Uh, yeah. There's a local guy named uh, uh, Ellis Goodson who used to uh, design video game stuff. Absolutely one of the fastest artists you'll uh, you'll really? come across. Yeah. And his stuff is phenomenal. Wow, that's about I I never thought never about that. Thought that's about them, the yeah. next obvious step. I mean, you know, video games are going to be the new movies in yeah. fifty years. Yeah, because well, uh, they're not already. Well, because I, I mean, you have to draw and re, uh, redesign and do all that stuff so quick that you know they're used to that. Uh, they're just not used to the the storytelling aspect. Uh, but yeah, video it's games a collaboration. They don't yeah. have to do the, the right. And and since they're so used to to writing just scenes and making sure that it, it can go you know any other number of ways it just doesn't translate as well when they're trying to to tell the narrative because they're so used to the open-endedness still they're literally creating worlds every day you yeah, know more and, so than the and, rest of and us creators do i can see how that would really work yeah and, and they tend to work better in like an editorial sense you know oh, well, do everything now cut half of it away yeah yeah no i can see that too why yeah. not why not yeah no, don't, don't, don't censor me. Don't limit me. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's right. So, where can uh, when when will when will issue four come out? September. Okay. Uh, I think it's on the seventeenth. That's fantastic. And the September. TPB is coming out sometime this summer. For, for oh, the issues. trade paperback yeah, is this summer, uh, and uh, Charles is handling that. I think it's July. That's awesome. Uh, but it, it it it'll be hot. Yeah, make sure to pick those up. And where can people find out more information about you, Nick, on on the web? <laughs> you, you, you really can't I'm, a, yeah, I'm hey. one of those guys you can go on my Instagram the blackjack demon I post there sometimes when I'm not at the the drawing board but I'm afraid you guys will be disappointed I'm one of those guys that just doesn't I, I, I don't engage social media <laughs> they're working on me they're working on me some people don't and the literati press is, is uh, you can find that on Twitter Facebook Instagram all those places that's right yeah um, or uh, you can find us down at the uh, Paseo Plunge mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'd like to uh, talk about the, uh, or at least re-mention the yes. uh, Sunday 3 to 5 mm-hmm. uh, uh, Ink oh, and Draw. Ink and draw yeah. That's where we invite everybody from the community. If you're interested in drawing comics, if you're interested in learning how to draw, write, whatever, That's it's just a workshop. It's not a yeah. class. You just, you know, ask, ask me a question. It's like, I don't know how to draw noses. All right, well, here, I'll show you a little bit. You ask Charles, mm-hmm. you know, how do you... Make a paragraph. I don't know. It's like, we'll, we'll just, there, there are no secrets, you know, and yeah. all brainstorming is welcome. You know, there are no bad ideas in this place. Well, well, it. there are bad ideas. We just don't make you feel bad about having them. You right. Know? And, and, and all <laughs> bad, clothes on. The, the, great, yeah. the great thing about bad ideas is that they become good ideas when they find a good editor and someone who can help you walk, walk through them. Indeed. Yes. Indeed. Fantastic, guys. Thank you so much for stopping by, and we look forward to seeing uh, more issues of Blackjack Demon. That's going to be fantastic. Thank you. This was a lot of fun. Thanks a lot. Heck, Heck yeah. yeah. 
So that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Okie Geek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter at KOSU Michael C. And do you or someone you know have an event coming up? Please let us know so we can talk about it on our show. You can also find us on Stitcher and Apple Podcasts. Be sure and subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Nick Hermes and Buck Berlin, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on. Thank you.